Welcome to episode three of the Endpoint Zone with Brad Anderson. Brad, welcome back to the Channel Great to be here, studio. love it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a pretty big month, so uh, let's dive Huge month. directly into some of this. Um, the first thing, I guess, in tune updates, um, we actually announced the GA dates for Office 365 integration with Windows Intune. Yeah. So, you know, last week we had TechEd uh, in Europe and, we, and we, a couple of huge announcements came out on this. And, and on the blog and, you know, some of the things that we've been doing on Twitter, we talked about there's a number of game-changing announcements that were coming out. The first one was the confirmation of what we talked about back at TechEd uh, US and Houston mm -hmm. about, you know, the delivery dates when we, would be re when we would be releasing these updates to Intune as well as the release dates of the Office mobile apps that come natively instrumented to be managed by Intune. And that's pretty big stuff. Oh, this is the kind of stuff that people really want. We're starting to see other people in the MDM and the EMM market trying to recreate some of the goodness that we've got inside of our Office apps. And they're not doing a particularly amazing job. Though. Yeah, and I think what's been happening is, as, as I kind of look at the market, you know, MDM itself, settings management, is really commoditizing. There, there yeah. really isn't a whole lot of way to do anything mm -hmm. new or differentiate. You know, and the reason I say that, if you take a look, for example, at an iOS device, there's a certain number of profiles that you can set. It's not extensible, so either you do them or you don't, so it's pretty black and white. Yeah. So I think you know, those in the industry who were kind of the early players in the MDM then moved up a layer or you know, got a little bit more granular where they protected at, and they started protecting at the application layer. And of course, this is where you know, like the concept of containers or walled gardens come in and wrappers and SDKs. But I think the, the way to look at it is, what's the first app that everybody wants to protect? Email. It's email. Yeah. Okay. And so what has happened is, is these MDM vendors, you know, AirWatch, Mobile, Iron, and others, have created their own custom email app. And, mm -hmm. and quite honestly, it's just not a great experience. Yeah. I've, I've yet to talk with a customer that says, I love the email yeah, that I get from, 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 yeah. from the corporation. And what I hear, you know, day in and day out from organizations is, oh, I wish I had Outlook. Mm -hmm. And I had that Outlook richness and that Outlook experience on my iPad, on my Android devices. And, and so I think that's the, you know, the, the beauty of what is coming is, you know, first of all, within Intune, we're bringing all of the mobile application management capabilities. And so, you know, these concepts of, of containers and wrappers and the SDKs. And I think what, what's going to happen here is, you know, for the first time, I think we're actually going to see an ecosystem get built around one of these mobile application management solutions. And I think mm -hmm. the key thing that differentiates what we're doing is the fact that the Office mobile apps will all be participants in this mobile application management solution that's being delivered through Intune in the Enterprise Mobility Suite. And that, that I think, is the key attribute or the key things that every ISV in the world wants to integrate with. Therefore, I think we'll be able to build that ecosystem. Yeah, there's a, a whole ton of very cool stuff just in those apps itself. But we also see um, lots of organizations needing a secure, a more secure way of browsing the web yeah. as well, for example. So I know we're, we're actually starting to build some of those as well. To yeah, so in, in, in addition to the, the, you know, or as a component of the mobile application management solution, you know, we'll also be releasing the concept of browsers and things like, you know, uh, a secure browser and a PDF viewer so that in the context of that walled garden or that container, you can keep all of the corporate information contained. So if you, for example, are having your users go to corporate uh, uh, sites to get, to get data, that can actually be done inside of that corporate or that secure browser. And the way it's actually implemented, for example, on iOS is we've just taken Safari and then put a wrapper around it. Mm -hmm. But it allows you to have a cons you know, the, the, the browser that the user uses on their device for personal browsing. And you can have then the browser that is used for corporate browsing and have those be completely separated from each other. IT can put policy on the corporate browser, mm -hmm. but stay out and stay away from the end user's browser. And that's super important because we always kind of think about this as an IT industry from IT's point of view. It's IT's control, but it's the user's device. And mm -hmm. I'm, as a user, I might not want my company knowing 
you know, literally every website that I'm browsing. I'm sure you don't. Yeah, it's, a, it's one of those things where you just don't want that, that information flowing up into the company. So it can be good for end users to have that container as well. Yeah, and you know, Ovum, this organization, just published some research that they did where they went out and surveyed a bunch of information workers, enterprise information workers, about what their concerns were in bringing their own device into work. Mm -hmm. And it was, I think it was 71 or 72% of the respondents basically said that they did not trust IT. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so the way I think about it is, you know, in a BYO model, these, these devices, you know, my phone, my tablet, they become very personal. And there are, there are certainly aspects of that that you don't want anybody looking at, especially the IT organization. And so a big part of what we have to build here and what we're delivering is this ability for corporations to be able to have their content, their applications, separate from everything else on the device, put policy around that, but completely stay away from anything that is that is the end user's personal content and their personal persona, if you will, on the device. So it's a pretty cool place to be to be going to. And we're also seeing a lot of our customers are saying, hey, we need to enroll lots of devices now. Mm -hmm. So bulk enrollment is another thing yep. that's coming in the in this update as well. Yeah, and so you know we've done the integration with this, you know, this bulk enrollment capabilities that, that are that, are, that ship with uh, with iOS. And so, you know, the way that this will all roll out is because this is a service, we're continually updating the service. So throughout the next couple of months, you're going to see all these things roll out. You know, so all the mobile application management capabilities on iOS and on Android. Mm -hmm. The secure browser, the secure PDF viewer, all those types of pieces. You know, then as we get into the Q first quarter of next calendar year, the office uh, applications that have been instrumented to be managed by Intune will all start rolling out. You know, so I look at this and I ask, and I ask myself, why does this, you know, why is this a game changer? Why did I talk about it mm -hmm. in that way with the industry? So there's just a couple of pieces. You know, one, this mobile application management solution is the only one that the office mobile apps are going to participate in. Mm -hmm. So if you yeah. want to have that kind of deep control, you know, where you can manage where file save as goes to, if you want to be able to manage copy and paste and the sharing of data across applications, you have to use the enterprise mobility suite to do that. And I think one of the biggest benefits that the, that the world will see from this is I think for the first time we'll be able to help drive some consolidation. Some, some, get that word right. Consolidation. Yeah, for the yeah. first time we're going to help drive some consolidation and some alignment with ISVs around a mobile application management mm -hmm. solution. One of the biggest frustrations I hear from every ISV I speak with is they say, we just cannot afford to support all of the containers that are out there today. Yeah, it's a big challenge. And so, yeah, and so they all look at what we're bringing to market later this year and they say, we definitely want to participate with the Office mobile apps. You know, heavens, it's the most commonly used app in business. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think we will build a broad ecosystem around this mobile application management solution and the benefit will be all the applications that organizations want to use, whether they're internally built and then wrapped with the wrapper mm -hmm. or they're delivered by an ISV and have the SDK embedded into it, all the applications that users want to use for a business will now be able to interoperate in a secure manner, separate from the end user's own applications and content. I think it's pretty awesome that we're, that we're moving into that kind, of, that kind of space. We're going to be able to deliver those kind of capabilities for ISVs, for developers, mm -hmm. to be able to build in that native instrumentation. It's game-changing, as you say. Let's move on to the next thing, ah, the plays. next game-chaser, the new plays. This is pretty cool. Um, the integration of Office 365 and Windows Intune. Yep. It's a, it's a great thing to be doing. Yeah, so you know, we talked about the fact that you know, Office is going to come with their, the apps natively instrumented to be managed by, uh, by Intune, but last week we also announced that we are actually taking you know, a pretty significant fair share mm -hmm. of the mobile device management capabilities of Intune and embedding that into Office 365. That's all SKUs of Office 365, whether you've got E1, E3, E4, all the SKUs now come 
with more uh, feature capabilities, more rich mobile device management just now natively built into Office 365. And that's hugely important because when we look at Exchange, yeah. Exchange is the biggest MDM solution. Yeah in the world. Yeah, and it's well, super no. funny. I don't know that everyone has actually put that, you know, put that yeah. that fact in their mind together. You know, Exchange ActiveSync manages many, many, mm -hmm. many times more devices in the world than all of the enterprise mobility, all the MDM guys combined times five. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, it's, I don't know what the number it's, is. Yeah. But Exchange ActiveSync is managing more than 90% of the devices around the world that are being managed or being managed to Exchange ActiveSync. So what now uh, you know, organizations are going to have is they'll have this new enhanced capability, so more than 100 additional settings that can be set across Windows, iOS, and, uh, and Android devices. You'll have things like the ability to do selective wipe mm -hmm. of all of the, all the office content. You'll have the ability to do conditional access for things like corporate email and corporate files. And that capability now comes just natively built into Office 365. I think we're going to see just lots of customers go and deploy this. It's, it's just such a, a huge thing. If we th start to think about that first thing, the first workload on your device, it's productivity, mm -hmm. it's email. Yeah. And now what we're saying is, you can't enroll your device unless your organization gets MDM capability over the device. Yeah, and so it's one of those, with that, with that concept of conditional access, you know, IT wants to deliver a great experience to their end users, mm -hmm. but they also have the responsibility of making sure that the content, all, all that content is secure and protected. Yeah. So now for the first time, just natively built into the Office 365 capabilities, IT will be able to say, hey, I'm going to enable my users to get their, their files through OneDrive for Business or their email, but I'm going to require things like a power on password that the device is encrypted and that it's not jailbroken. Mm -hmm. And with this concept of conditional access, if any of that criteria is not met, then you know, the user yeah. just isn't delivered the files or they're not delivered email. And, you know, and, if, and if a device does go out of, out of compliance, then it's very easy. We actually have an email that's sitting in the inbox that says, hey, your device is out of compliance. Click here and we'll walk you through, bring it back under compliance. So we make it very, very simple for organizations to, to, to stay secure. Yeah, and it's a, it's a super nice process for the end users. I was actually just in a session uh, on campus here where we looked at that. And it's a nice process. It just works. Yeah, and well. so there's a couple of things. You know, one, it's it's just the way that the office team has actually embedded it just natively into the Office 365 administrative console is actually really beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, so and, and those of you who have used the Office 365 console, you know, as you're coming down the left pane, there's a there's a tab that says devices, and that's where you manage mm -hmm. EAS or EAS. Right next to that, now it says MDM or, or Intune for Office, and that's where you click in, and all of these additional settings just light up, and you get all that additional security. Now, it's been really interesting. There's been, you know, we did some research into the customer base mm -hmm. of, of SCCM as well as Exchange, and we went out and asked, you know, thousands of organizations the following question. If, you if you've deployed an enterprise mobility solution or enterprise mobility management solution, which team in the organization is actually responsible for operating it? Mm. And what we found is about 37% of the time, it was the SCCM team, the config manager sure. team, Nice. Okay. okay. That's good. And so all the integration work that we've done to connect into with Config Manager and give you that seamless experience, you know, and, and, we'll, and we'll continue to improve that over time. That's an important play in here. The the, the number two team, 32% of the time, was Exchange. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so that. we look at this and, you know, the, the, the work that we've done, again, to, to integrate into with Config Manager and now integrating MDM natively into Exchange, Exchange Online with Office 365, you know, we look at Intune and, and we're, we're super, super confident that as we go out, you know, 12, 18 months from now, by far we'll be managing more mobile devices than anybody in the industry. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going it's, it's to be a really nice place to be in a few yeah, weeks. Now, one question that does come up that I've received a couple of times is, now, what's in 
the embedded MDM capabilities yeah. and, and what is in the full version mm -hmm. of Intune, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, let's kind of go through that list real quickly. So, if you want all of the, the full mobile application management capabilities, mm -hmm. you know, these concepts, again, of, of containers and of wrappers and the ability to be able to manage, copy, paste those, after, those kind of attributes, that does require the full Intune solution. You know, if you want things like conditional access to other applications other than Office 365, you'll need to upgrade to the full Intune. There's some additional things in terms of MDM, like the ability to download certificates, set up the wireless network, those types of pieces, that requires the full version of Intune as well. Yeah, that's a, it's a super interesting point as well, because I, I did a, a little survey on Twitter a while ago. What are the top five things that people want to be able to do with their MDM solution? Yeah. And provisioning VPN, provisioning Wi-Fi, then provisioning email. So we're actually making it so that people can do their, their, get a really good basic level of security hmm? inside of Office 365, yeah. and then they can add extra stuff. Um, that they really want to with Intune. I think it's a fantastic so place game to changing announcement yeah. number two. You know, and, and I think the reason why that changes the game entirely now is the most common app used to manage mobile devices, Exchange, mm -hmm. now includes MDM from Intune in it. Yeah. So if we were going to go for a third yeah. game changing this announcement, morning. Yeah, yeah. what would it be? Uh, you know, uh, th th I think it's, a, it's an incredible announcement, which is we announced this morning that we are bringing Office mm -hmm. to Android. Yeah. And so just like Super if you go cool. back on March 27th, you know, and Satya announced the fact that we were bringing Office to iPad, and that beautiful experience, touch-enabled, mm -hmm. all, you know, really optimized for the device, but yet distinctly and unmistakably Office, yeah. that now will exist on Android. Yeah. That's yeah. a, and, and this is going to be hugely popular because mm -hmm. we look at people that are, are actually rolling out Android devices and they need a good office solution. Yeah. They really desperately do because yeah. you look at everything that's out there inside of the Android marketplace and you're a little bit unsure. Well, doesn't meet the bar. Yeah. You know, and so it, there's been a couple of fascinating learnings for us over the past couple of, a couple of weeks. And this was one of the big takeaways that we had from TechEd Europe last week. Mm -hmm. When we announced, you know, these things, you know, we confirmed the dates of, of when Office and the Intune capabilities are coming out, and we talked about the integrated MDM. One of the fascinating customer conversations that we had over and over again in Barcelona was organizations saying, you know, we had actually had never stepped back until today and really made the conscious decision of what our mobile productivity strategy mm -hmm. is going to be yeah. with respect to the productivity applications. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Again, customer meeting after customer meeting, what we heard was, hey, you know, we started with MDM Solution Foo, and, you know, and, and we've had great success with that, and we've got mm -hmm. the benefit that we wanted out of that. And then as we started to use some of their mobile application management, we just kind of like eased into using their email. Yeah. Well, the reality is we want more. And so as we're seeing, you know, what the conversation was, again, time after time was, what we see Microsoft doing on Windows, on iOS, and what we announced this morning on Android, Android you get this beautiful, complete Office experience that has the richness of what you expect, what you use in Office with a great user experience that's been optimized and tweaked for the device itself, whether it's mm -hmm. an Android tablet or an Android phone or an iOS tablet. Um, and, and in that model, Office 365 just delivers by far the most comprehensive and, and, and rich productivity apps across all your mobile devices. Yeah, it's one thing that Satya said a while ago, which was that... When we start to think about mobility, it's not just about taking your device and moving your device everywhere. It's yeah. about moving between devices. Yep. And this is one of those steps that really enables me to move between mm -hmm. devices. I can use a Windows machine, an Android, That's right. and my docs follow me, and it all just works. And it's Office. It's yeah. unmistakably Office. Yeah. Now, along with the announcement this morning, you know, with, with uh, the, the things that are coming, the Office on top of Android, as those apps are released, they will also be natively instrumented to be managed by Intune. 
Awesome. So for the past couple of months, we've been talking about the fact that if you want to have all the richness of Office on an iPad and have the kind of command and control that you need to have for sensitive and confidential information, you need to use Intune and EMS to do that. The same is true with Android. Mm -hmm. And so Office on Android, as those applications become available, and we talked about them you know, coming available in the, in, the, in the first quarter of next year, they will come out of the, you know, out of the store natively manageable by Intune. That's awesome. So you, we're going to have native, secure, managed, productivity applications on every platform. That's right. That's amazing. And if that you want to be able to manage that across all those platforms, Intune and EMS is what yeah. you need to use. That's where you've got to come for. Game-changing announcement number three. Yeah, that is pretty pretty epic for this yeah. episode, it has yeah. to be said. Um, now I have to say, there's still another announcement coming that we haven't talked about oh, yet. Oh, one more. Okay. Yeah. We, we, we're going to hold that for next week. <sighs> no, I was hoping yeah. we were going to do that on this show. Yeah. Okay. Another one. Okay, yeah, that's going to be a teaser. Full we're of surprises. Yeah, we've got to, got to keep something to uh, to make you guys keep coming back and watching. <laughs> I think it's, uh, it's pretty cool. It's a big one. Um, there was one other thing as well that I wanted to uh, just very quickly touch on before we uh, switch over to our interview. Um, we also had a bunch of AD, Azure AD announcements that came out at TechEd. Um, one of the things on there that um, really kind of leapt out to me was the announcement about AAD Sync Service. Yeah. Um, and that for me is a, a really important thing because AAD Sync Service is the, the replacement for DirSync. So when we're thinking about Office 365, that's going to replace the DirSync component there and also with Windows Intune. We announced some really nice stuff there about being able to remove certain attributes and mm -hmm. just synchronize the really needed stuff. Yep. Um, We've also been talking about trust a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, talking about those a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Where does trust come into this? Yeah. So actually, a couple of things. You know, one of the things as you were as you were talking about that, one of the things I love about the new uh, synchronization capability we announced is just the simplicity of setting it up. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the first time that I saw this. I think it's six clicks, six clicks of the mouse, mm -hmm. and you have this connection established where you're synchronizing identities yeah. between AD and AAD. You know, for the longest time, setting up ADFS has actually been one of the largest speed bumps in getting Office 365 or Intune deployed. Now, with what we just announced this week, you know, it's so much more simple. Now, just to kind of even dive uh, on one of the points you made, with this, there's only there's only four attributes that we require on any user account in order to start using our services like Office 365 mm -hmm. or Intune. We have to have the user ID and then four additional attributes. But the most important thing to point out is one of those attributes is not the password. Mm -hmm. And yep. the way that many of our organizations set up mm -hmm. their synchronization is they, they basically think about AAD and Intune as kind of like the edge, if you will, of their on-premises AD and config manager deployments. Mm -hmm. And when they set it up that way, you know, they're able to extend the benefits of Active Directory out to the cloud, but all the authentication actually gets redirected and is done against your local Active Directory. Okay? Yeah. So that actually is one of the, the most important conversations that we have with many organizations as they start to think about using our services and are concerned about putting identities out in the cloud. Mm -hmm. Once they understand that the passwords are not going up and actually the authentication occurs against the local Active Directory, a lot of the issues or concerns we've had just, you know, are resolved and people get going on it. Now, trust. Yeah. One of the things to point out here is um, there's a lot of work that we do across all of our services to get certified to make sure that we're complying with you know, a bunch of the industry uh, compliance and, and the regulations that are out mm -hmm. there. And the way that we actually do that is we actually bring in you know, third-party organizations that go through and do a complete review and actually certify us. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, about, it's about a million dollars per year per service to get the kind of certification. So it's, wow. it's not cheap and it's, and it's certainly not... It's certainly not just a little bit of time to and get it done. It's not the sort of thing that everybody can do in their own data center either. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's technology, it's process, it's people. I mean, it really is an involved mm. process. I remember the first time I went through this a few years ago, I was really quite amazed as we were looking at whether it's ISO, you know, ISO certification, whether it's HIPAA, you know, whatever the case may mm -hmm. be is. Each one of those is a separate set of things that have to be reviewed 
and, 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 and an organization comes in and actually does the certification. We do this annually. Yeah. Okay. And so one of the questions that, that many organizations have is Azure, Azure Active Directory, into what are the certifications that they that each have? And the simplest way to get to that, if you just type in the name of the product or the service, like Intune Trust Center, mm -hmm. it'll take you right to a web page. It'll show you every one of the certifications on that day that are that have been done and are in place. And so I would encourage everybody to take a look at that. Yeah. You know, so for Azure, for Azure AD, for Intune, you know, just type that in, Trust Center, go take a look at all the certifications. It, it helps with a lot of the conversations internally within organizations to understand the work that we've done to make sure that your data is secure and protected in our services. Yeah, and it's probably sort of the, part of the uh, due diligence that you should do mm -hmm. when you're actually signing up to look at any cloud service. Yeah, Go absolutely. and get that information. Good point. Go and find out exactly what they've got um, and bring it in and use that as part of the information that you're using to make your decision. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so let's see how this, uh, this works in the real world. We're going to invite in Patrick from the Walsh Group, and uh, he's going to explain to us what they're doing. Uh, we're joined by Patrick Wirtz, Innovation Manager from uh, the Walsh Group. Tell us a little bit about the Walsh Group. What is it? You know, it's a, um, a family-owned and operated, privately held company. It's been around for about 115 years, and we do some pretty massive, incredible projects. So anywhere from that 500,000 small uh, road replacement or whatever, up to the $2 billion worth of bridges we have in the uh, Ohio, Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana all meet. So it's it's a pretty impressive company. Yeah. Family. How 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 large is the company? On any given sure. time, how many projects are going on? You know what? We're we're about uh, twenty seven hundred uh, information workers. We have about five thousand to seven thousand, depending upon the time of year, uh, for tradespeople. One hundred fifty to two hundred job sites. Uh, twenty regional offices all over the U.S. and. You know, in my time there, it's been an incredible ride because we've gone from about $800 million worth of revenue back in early 2000 to a little over $4 billion last year, and we're looking to double that in the next family five business. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. That's awesome. It really is. Well, it's a family business doing innovation, and uh, yes. I guess, where, what was the journey? How did you start off with that? Uh, so, you know, I mean, I'll actually give you a quick tour down the road beyond that is... I started out, it was four guys and the intern. I was the intern. <laughs> okay. And so, yeah, <laughs> here we are with uh, 55 or so uh, IT personnel these days, and, and this innovation manager was really kind of a response to the industry. So my uh, the innovation is not just about um, IT type, it's really more about construction. How do we use the actual products that we buy from the different vendors, from Microsoft to whatever construction company survey equipment out there, and really make that an applicable scenario for our environment. Now, one of the things that we thought was really unique is you guys are making this journey to the cloud, and, and I love kind of the story that you, that you have about why you, you started to use Office 365. So I think it'd be fascinating for you to help explain mm -hmm. what was your journey, what were the problems you were trying to solve, and how is Office 365 being delivered as a service enabling that? Yeah, it's really just about, we're looking at it from, we've got all these different users. You, you heard about how quickly we grew and how fast we grew. Um, that IT department, we were trying to figure out a couple of different strategies. Partly DR, you know, where we're going to make this massive investment for all of our email because we became more dependent upon it. But then upon that too, we have this uh, sort of cyclical workforce of how we're going to ramp up quickly and then ramp down anywhere from intern season just to the nature of all the different employees within the company. So, I mean, really we're trying to solve those problems and really that's where what was driving us, this cloud type of infrastructure. Why do we need to, to uh, really monitor, uh, work on the commodity exchange type of environment when we could just put it in the expert's hands. So you've got you know, these 150 locations, you've got all this incredible construction going on, mm -hmm. and you needed to give access to all of your employees to the, to the content from Office, and you wanted to be able to do it all from the cloud, right? Absolutely. It was not only about that, it was also about any device, anytime, anywhere, yeah. you know, whether we were in the office or whether we were in the field or 
on the road, whatever it was, that was going to be a big, big pain point for us if we couldn't solve that. So is it safe to say now that the amount of content that are going down to these devices, is it a mix of corporate and personal devices? Oh, most definitely. Okay. Yeah. So is it safe to say the amount, the content, the kinds of content that are going down to these devices is, is uh, there is there is data that's going down that is that is confidential, that is sensitive, for sure. I mean, we're talking about any information that, you know, proprietary information. How, how quickly can we build a bridge versus the guy next to us? That's something that we don't want outside of the organization. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Office 365, all the RMS protections and whatnot, that really lends itself to, uh, to kind of how we do business. Um, and, and really, we, we can't tell our users that they can't, I'm sorry, you can't use that iPad over here. You really mm-hmm. have to use this one device that we provide and might take two weeks for us to provision everything like that when they just need to be out in the field and actually really concentrate on the work at hand. Well, I think that leads kind of the next question mm-hmm. I have. So all this content, all this you know, sensitive and secure information going down there, how are you actually securing this both on corporate devices and, 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 and BYO devices? Yeah, you know, I mean, really it was, it was kind of a, um, a great opportunity from uh, Office 365 getting that data to the device, and all of a sudden we realized with how quickly it was getting to the device, well, now we need to really make sure that we were securing it appropriately. And that's, that's kind of where the, the EMS licensing really kind of came into play with uh, Intune and RMS and just Azure, uh, Azure Active Directory Premium mm-hmm. in general, that um, all of those sorts of pieces of the puzzle really helped us solve that. So, you know, we talked about production reports. That was uh, something we solved with the RMS piece. Were we able to tell that estimator that, no, you don't have to worry about the guy leaving. You can give them the right... I guess uh, sensitive information, but not have to worry about it if he leaves the company. Uh, we talked about it from an Intune device type of, you know, how do we bring that bring your own device type of iPad into our environment, trust it, be able to put the right information on it. Um, all of those pieces really gave us the the sense to be able to say yes, we're we're doing the right thing across the board. Yeah, and, and you know, as we were talking before, you know, you're using Config Manager, and that's what you're using to manage your PCs. You're going to be using Intune mm-hmm. to manage all the mobile devices. And like, how big is the team that's going to be kind of operating that for an organization of your size? Um, you know, I mean, we got the, about 2,700 people when it comes to information workers. Um, really, it's it's about the, the same amount of size. So the three people or so that were managing the Config Manager, um, that's pretty much going to be the same amount of people managing the Intune. It, it's you know, at cloud service, you're not managing any infrastructure. It's just a matter of turning it on and actually enabling yeah. it for the end user. And then you were talking about you had a pretty incredible vision about how you also bring the developers mm-hmm. into that picture. What does that look like? You know, it's it's kind of about uh, getting out of the way in, uh, of ourselves. We 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 don't want to have too much overhead. Um, you know, self service from a from an end user with the self service password yeah. reset. Self service really from the developer if we're trying to get that app into the iPhone device or whatever we have. Um, you know, we, we developed our own app. We want to get out there as quickly as possible. Why have all the extra bureaucratic overhead, really, when it comes down so to have it? have an automated process. The developers mm-hmm. can publish, and it just gets Done. pushed out yeah. through Intune. Exactly. So, so what's, the, what's the next thing that you're going to be putting in place? You, we meant you were, were talking earlier. You mentioned a little bit about multi-factor auth. Yeah, that's, um, you know, I, I, it seems that no matter how well we secure our borders, I mean, if, mm-hmm. if it comes down to... Um, the, the password that a person uses it happens to be across the board, you know, on their bank or you know, home account or yeah. whatever. It gets fished. Yeah, then, then what good is that? And, and there's a lot of credible phishing attacks out there, obviously, as you guys well know. So really, multi-factor authentication is where it's at for next for us. I mean, we've been asked by ownership, really, what, how do we fix this problem? And, and that is the answer for us. You know, so, so just kind of two final questions. One, you know, putting more and more confidential, sensitive information in the cloud. Mm-hmm. Were there hurdles? What kind of clearances? What, you know, were there issues you had to resolve in order to be able to do that? Um, you know what? I mean, we are a privately held company, so we don't have a compliance issue with that. But from a just sort of 
wow, all of that data is not in our data center. That, that's a, a new approach that we had to kind of convince ownership. Uh, we kind of took the approach that um, we, we, we try as we might within an IT department to actually monitor and regulate and whatnot. Um, but as we've done more and more government contracts, we've become a bigger target. And we can't keep the lights on all the time for really a price point that really makes sense for us mm -hmm. as an organization. So we have to turn to a third party, in this case Microsoft, to really make sure that all of our borders are secure. And we feel that Microsoft can do it better than we can when it comes down to it. Yeah, I actually hear that quite often mm -hmm. right now. I'm meeting with a number of CIOs and that comment about we, we, you can do it better than we can just given the, all the focus you have all your services. Mm -hmm. So one last question then, you know, in terms of others who are looking to move to the cloud of some of these services, what kind of piece of advice or, or input or, you know, would you give? You know, I, I think it's just about getting everybody involved. I mean, not only the IT department, but really about the end users as well, mm -hmm. because if, if they understand what the benefits are going to come out of this, that's going to make the whole selling process internally much more easy. Um, I, I, to me, that's really the big thing is just that collaborative effort, bringing everybody in together on that one. Uh, you know, we appreciate you being here. In fact, being here in person yeah, is fantastic. So well, it was a great trip. Yeah, looking forward to understanding more and more how you're mm -hmm. using these services and, and uh, you know, just looking forward to how you use this. So we'll stay in contact for sure. Definitely. Thank you. Thank All you very right. much. Thanks, Brad. Okay, and with that, we're kind of done. That was an awesome interview. And uh, really, month. really interesting. Yeah, it's been an incredible month. We've just had a look at uh, Office mobile applications integration with, uh, with Intune. We've had a look at uh, what you've explained, um, what we're doing around device settings with Office 365. Embedding MDM inside of Office 365. Amazing, amazing stuff that we're bringing the security mm -hmm. level right down there. And uh, I guess also the Android announcement. Big announcement. That's probably the biggest thing that we did, yeah. I asked me so. Yeah. Um, and we also talked more about to uh, Azure AD. So, yeah, there's more to come. That's a really cool point. Come back next time so that we can, uh, we can go through the next big announcement. Brad, thank you very much for joining me. Pleasure again. to be here. Thank I'm super, super happy with the last month. I mean, the team is executing incredibly, incredibly well. Yeah, yeah, they're doing some amazing, amazing work. So, awesome stuff. We'll see everyone next month. See you.